Hey everybody, what is up? This is Langel with the Midnight 30 Podcast. want to go ahead and talk to you guys real quick about the audio in this podcast. Um, Jeremy and I visited about this and we realized that the audio was not up to par. There's times where you cannot hear Jeremy or me. So we just wanted to give you a heads up that we are working on it. We apologize. You might have to turn it up a little bit. But anyways, thank you for listening. And again, we apologize. We'll be back at you guys uh, as soon as possible. And thank you for listening. Like, share, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. And anyways, have a great, awesome weekend. Bye-bye. All right, we are back. Midnight 30 Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Langel. And I'm Jeremy. It has been a while, man. Yeah, life gets in the way. Man, yeah, it's been... I think the last one we did was about two weeks ago, maybe three. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's been a, been a long bit, man. Well, it kind of got away from us for a moment. I did. There was a, I mean, golly, I had, oh my gosh, I had, what was, I had, what was going on? I wasn't home that one night. Um, I mean, it's just been, oh, it's just bonkers. Relentless. Yeah, it is. Really, really is. So, what about you guys' work going? Not too bad. Same old. Same old, same old. Anything exciting and amazing going on in your work? Different? Different. I tried a different flavor of Gatorade. Oh, what kind of what kind of Gatorade? Well, I'm used to trying the Glacier, but I actually tried the Strawberry. I like the Glacier. Why are we talking about <laughs> I do like Glacier. Glacier Gatorade is good. Uh, I'm more of a Powerade guy. I, do, I agree. Powerade, I do like Powerade better compared to uh, Gatorade because Powerade doesn't taste as sugary. Right. But if there's a body armor nearby, I, I get Yeah, you like the body armor. My boys like the body armor stuff. Yeah, it's supposed to hydrate you. <clears throat> yeah. They like it a lot better. So, um, you know, I mowed today. All that? Oh, it was great. I'm a, I got it. I got it. Most of it. I got the writing done. So I nice need all the trimming. The trimming is a lot. I mean, Especially if you just got a pair of scissors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. Ugh. So. Yeah. All right. Hey. I would like to talk about what I'm playing because I'm really excited about it. Let's hear it. Resident Evil. You have been a Resident Evil fan. For many years. As far as I can remember, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Resident Evil has been one game that has scared the first Resident Evil. I'm talking about the old, the first PlayStation. We talked about this last time, but it scared the heck out of me. With those goofy dogs. Oh, it did. That it scared me. And one thing that scared me was um, that, that, uh, that CG scene. Uh, the one, whenever... Um, you're walking down the hall and you hear the munching sound and then it looks and it has the zombie turn and look. Oh, that scared me so bad. <laughs> I mean, it did. It terrified I think that's why you have such an aversion to zombies. Maybe. Like, maybe. Because remember when we went to go see John and the Dead? Oh, and they ran. Oh, whoo. <laughs> did you know Zack Snyder directed that? I did not know I that. didn't either. Hmm. I, I had no idea. He did, There's a movie out on Netflix called Army of the Dead. And he directed that. That when John Leguizamo was in there? Or is that... That's a land... That's like a... That's a Romero. Um, oh. Okay. George Romero. 
um, his stuff. Oh, man. So. Wow. Gotta love the Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I have, I played the first Resident Evil, and I have the remake, and I've tried to play the remake for many, many times, but just haven't got into it. It was just, those games were very, very, um, ugh, they, they annoyed me because the, the controls were so tanky. Yeah. And I just, and the aiming wasn't really like, just, the aiming was funky. And so one day I do want to, <clears throat> one day I do want to go back and play the, uh, the first one again. Uh, cause I remember the shark that I love the shark part. Oh yeah. That's my favorite. So, but I am playing uh, Resident Evil 2. Uh, the I remake. still have not beat that. I just I tried it back in the day, and I got to a certain point, and then I just I think I got lost because you had the yeah. puzzle thing. Sure, sure. And you know, at the time, internet wasn't that big, so right. I, I never bothered trying to figure it out. Right. Yeah. I uh, the second one. I mean, the, the graphics are beautiful, and I am I am enjoying the the second one, but I haven't been playing as much because I played Resident Evil Seven. And I beat Resident Evil 7. And then I played the DLC. <clears throat> and I would like to talk about that. And then also I play, I'm, I'm playing Resident Evil 8 right now. But so Resident Evil 7 is basically if you could put the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family scene and you now get to Evil Dead kind of vibe. Yeah, and you get to go through this whole house of these people that are turning into these monsters. Um, you gotta think, how would you be if you couldn't die? You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. It, um... Oh, it was... Th this game... The Okay, so let's talk about, I guess, the, the parts that I just loved about it. I loved the graphics. I thought it was... There was times I thought that it was a little scary. There was two times that it like legitimately like scared me. I was like, "Whoa!" I mean, it really scared me. Um, <clears throat> the story was pretty good. Um, again, it is just like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. If you want to say it, it's like this, just Texas Chainsaw Massacre mixed with Resident Evil. I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, I Me, mean, it really just kind of is, and I liked the first person. I liked the shooting. Uh, I thought the house was just so. The house was done so well. So fast. Oh yeah, and um, the, the the graphics just made the whole house just look so nasty. And this house was so dense, and there were so many crawl spaces, and um, there was so many layers to this house. And I just, I thought the, the whole thing was just phenomenal. The one irritation that I had is that I felt like the, <clears throat> there was not many, there wasn't very many uh, uh, types of enemies. It had the molded, the molten. Or they look like mold. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's just these things with teeth. And you saw them the first time you're here going, oh. But then... That was it. There wasn't really much diversity. The fun part about this game was the boss fights. And I enjoyed those so much. Have you... Did, would you rather not spoil anything for you? Um, I think right present... Well, let me see. Uh, when you talk about boss fights, I remember 
in the garage where yeah. <laughs> he's messing around with the car. Oh, yeah. And you see the part whatever he says, I'm going to show you something wonderful. And, and he shoots himself. And I'm just like... <laughs> I don't know, that kind of like surprised me. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I still need to get back to it because um, the part I left off on is whenever I put this device into the statue yes and i was missing one more piece to it yeah and so i was wandering around the mansion and then that night i was like oh, well i have to search right now. i know yeah <laughs> there is a point in that where you are you feel like oh i'm just searching everywhere and then finally you find that one little drawer that had something and you're going oh that's what i needed uh and then you're you know and then you're good oh, okay. um but I so do you would you rather not would you rather I not spoil? You can it? go ahead and spoil it because it'll be a while before I get back into it. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> Jack Baker, the dad, the the patriarch. Right. He is a character that just keeps on coming back, and there's a point in this game where you fight him, and you have a chainsaw. And you finally chainsaw him to the point where he, his whole upper body explodes, and the only thing left is his legs, and the legs like walk toward you and it falls over, and you're going, okay, he's obviously dead. You're going, yeah, he's dead, great. Well, you fight the mom or the the, well, the wife, and she is a giant, uh, like insect, and you have to shoot her in the crotch, which is very awkward. Huh. But there's just like she's kind of like this cockroach and cockroach thing and so you have to shoot her in the crotch which is kind of gross and then you do that well then you're thinking okay great well then lo and behold Jack Baker comes back and he's still alive and he's this giant blob of something it looks really stupid it really does um, I mean I was just here going like okay well what else but you're here going like well what could else could he be so it's this kind of blob thing with eyeballs and so um you shoot them, you, you kill him, he's dead. Okay, he's like, great, he's dead. Um, and then there's part of this game where you are uh, basically, uh, it's like um, the Saw movies where this guy has captured you. Right. And you have to go through these, uh, you have to go through the puzzle. And if you don't go through the puzzle right, you die. Which, that was a very fun, uh, fun way to do things. And it was very smart because you find these VH tests, VH tapes. And you go through them. And they're able to give you hints as to what to do in the next area, which is very, very helpful. Because you go through it here going, oh, wait, I played play through this already. So it is a very, very, very fun game with that. But the, we the weapons, the enemies were <clears throat> not that interesting. The boss fights were great. The last boss, okay. So there's a point where you are going to play as his wife. And you're going to be on a ship. And you're gonna find out why this why this family is twisted because there was this bioweapon they made and this bioweapon was named Evelyn. They they made it into this girl. And this uh, she was on the ship, the ship crash lands in the bayou, and this family takes in this girl, but this girl infects them uh, with this mold and so then Occasion uh, horror story. Yeah, so then uh, the the ki the family is being controlled by this girl. And um, that's how they become infested with this. And there's a point where the family 
speaks to the main character and he's like we wouldn't be like this but this our, this girl's doing this and uh so <clears throat> you figure that out and you fight evelyn because remember the old lady the old lady's evelyn because uh, she has she's turned into this old lady for some reason um huh. don't know why they explain it but i'm not paying attention <laughs> so now you're fighting her and she's this giant head crawling in the attic out of this house and she's giant. I mean, she's just huge. So you're shooting this big, gigantic head with tentacles and then here comes this helicopter and then they give you this gun and this gun is very, very powerful. So then you shoot the gun at the head of this... thing and then lo and behold hey happy ending uh the ending was very dumb it was very very dumb now this game is also vr compatible it is yeah can you imagine how that would look like you know turning your head and being surrounded by it that's true that's true and um yeah it's vr on playstation that's what i have which i i was like Thinking about it, but what was it like? 2016, it was like 500. Yeah, they're they're nuts. I mean, you can get one a little cheaper now, but it's just. I don't think it's worth it, really. I mean, I especially don't... when you're limited to certain. Yeah, and I'm here going like, well, whenever I get home, I want to sit down and play a game. I don't put on a headset. Right. Yeah. Now you mentioned that the um, the boss keeps coming back. Now, have you ever played Yakuza Zero? Nope. I, I highly recommend it because. Oh, Spoilers here. Small spoilers. Um, there's one boss that like you're you're fighting your way, to taking on this certain kind of yakuza group, and you're leaving the yakuza, something along those lines. And there's this one guy who you beat down in almost every level that you go through. Like you're, you're traveling through a building, you you beat him, and then he just like kind of land there. You go in the next room, you beat everybody, and then this guy comes out of nowhere. And it's like, it's the same guy from the bottom. And once he gets to the very top, he comes out of nowhere again. And then I, I just thought it was so funny that he just kept coming back, and he just looked more and yeah. more like beat up each time. And I was like, oh, that was actually pretty funny, because you know how the, uh, the Japanese like to go over the yes, top. Yes, yes. So it was so good. Well, I would say that's very similar, because every time this character comes back, you're going, seriously? <laughs> and so the game... The main game was pretty good. I did enjoy it. I thought the enemy design was got very old, but I thought the boss, the boss fights were amazing. So with that, um, that was cool. So then I played the DLC. There's there's uh, the two DLCs that I played. Well, there is some called the, the Lost Tapes, which I'll talk about that at the very end. But there's two story DLCs. One is called The End of Zoe, and one is called uh, no, no One's Hero. No one's no one is a hero. Um, <clears throat> the first one, no one is a hero. You play as Chris Redfield, and you are <clears throat> basically tasked with going and taking out the last member of this family that you didn't get in the in the game. It's the guy that did like you know the saw traps and stuff. You, it's more action heavy, but you <clears throat> go through and you uh, kill these monsters and you upgrade your. There's this uh, this this. Um, gas mask you have and you have to upgrade it to get through these certain levels and uh, you have some characters that are kind of new 
<clears throat> and you have some new ammunition you have to use. But so they stuck to the old school way where you can combine ammo and make some new stuff. They they actually did not know. What they did is that they have like different types of ammo where you have these new characters but you can't shoot them. We have to use this different type of ammunition. Uh, it, I mean, it was fine, but you get you get closure, you, you finally kill this uh this other guy, the, the the other brother. So you kill him and okay, so happy ending. Well the the third the the sorry, the second installment is called The End of Zoe. So <clears throat> Jack Baker the bad, the bad guy in the the main, like, you know, the, the patriarch, the guy that was chasing you through the house, you know, and uh, shoots himself in the face. And well, his brother Joe is this backwoods bayou hillbilly, and he goes and sees that people are invading his brother's house. So he goes and tries to figure out what's up, and it turns out that uh, well, they they find him. They, sorry, he finds Zoe, his his niece, which uh. Zoe's one of the characters in the game that you can choose to save or not to save. Basically, you have to either choose to save her or your wife, and everybody chooses to save your wife. Oh, of course. You know, that's just how it is. I mean, you, you can change. You can choose to save her, but it doesn't change. Even the though story. she kind of winged out on you. The yeah, yeah. You're like, I'll forgive you. <laughs> so you, you have Zoe, and so Joe is this guy that is just this big bearded guy. And he eats bugs. But does he have a Cajun accent? A little bit, yes. No, and he lives in this backwoods, and uh, he uses no weapons. He just punches. He punches people. He punches these monsters. It is fantastic and so stupid. Um, you can get spears to kill these alligators because there's alligators in there, and so, in the bayou, so. yeah. So these alligators are going to come and get you, and you. You know that I've never, and there were a problem. I can just throw a spear at them, and they're fine. Other uh, dead, but in this, there's this swamp monster chasing you, and guess what? It is your brother Jack, uh, and he's there. And there's a point in this game where you get this power glove. It is just like the power glove, <clears throat> and you are able to punch these monsters and charge up this this power glove and punch people. It is so freaking stupid, and I loved it. I liked it better than the whole Resident Evil 7. It was that good. Uh, yeah, then there was the ones called The Lost Tapes. Uh, they were kind of stupid. Uh, one is basically like a giant um, hide-and-seek game. So filler called It was really filler. There's one where it's called uh, The Room, and what it is basically you are... You're one of the captives from the Baker family, and you have to try to escape. And every time uh, the the mom leaves, or the wife leaves, you have to get up and try to figure out how to get out of the room. But if you move anything, you have to move it back before she comes in, or else you realize you're trying to escape. Oh, right, like a siren. <clears throat> yeah. Then there is there's another one where you're playing cards, and if you it's like blackjack but mixed with saw. So if you mess up, then you get like maybe your fingernails ripped off or I was here going, oh, okay. Uh, I, I know, I, I'd rather play Blackjack and GTA. I know, you know I mean? it was just, it was so, it was so dumb. And then there was another one where um, you, uh, this one was kind of neat, where you have, it's called Nightmare, and you have to last a certain amount of time in the, in this, in the basement, and every time you last, you 
get more weapons and then you, you can craft some weapons and that's kind of neat but you have to I mean you the enemy designs were not that great so you just got these same old enemies coming at you all the time and you're going okay so I paid $15 for this uh. and then you pay another $15 for the other lost tapes so it's $30 for oh yeah then there's another one where it's the daughters and uh, it's like a hide and seek type of deal where you get it's just not the lost tapes were not good um, they were very filler I only bought one of them and the other ones I was here going oh no so thank god I only bought one of them uh, but Resident Evil 7 very good game uh, very very good uh, the, the the thing was that you can replay the Resident Evil game you know a lot to get new weapons you know and stuff to get new perks and if you uh, I remember part 3 if you beat through it you can get a Gatling gun with an yeah. you get different outfits yep and I always thought that was really yeah totally this one same type of deal but you get new weapons you know, you can get, you know, like, oh, I can now get this weapon, this weapon. But, I was here going through going, but I, I, that wasn't, the fun part of this game wasn't shooting stuff that much. It wasn't that much fun. Like, it was kind of nice when I shot something, but I didn't want to go through and do that again. Well, one thing I thought was, you know, it was just like the others, where, you know, you got the, the pistol, and then the pistol's not that effective. And right. then you find the shotgun, and you're like, oh, yeah, but then limits in ammo, so you're scourging the earth looking yeah. for more, and it's like, oh. Yeah. On, and this one, I didn't care about going through it again. <clears throat> you're going, so what? I, I beat it. I'm done. I don't want to go through it again. I mean, you do find these coins throughout the world that can upgrade your weapons, and that's nice. You can buy new weapons. Uh, you can increase your health. So, it, again, Resident Evil 7, very good game. I enjoyed it a lot. <clears throat> um, it was a little bit of a disappointment. Uh, so I'd give, like, like, a 7 out of 10 if I had to. But now I'm playing Resident Evil 8. And Resident I Evil 8. I didn't know that 8. was already out. Yep, Resident Evil 8 is out. Um, I've been playing it. Uh, that game it is not scary hmm. but that is okay it's very interesting it's entertaining there's some parts that are kind there, sorry there's one part that did make me jump and uh, that was it, it was a, just jump, a jump scare yeah the one that made me jump was a cheap jump scare but how everything looks in Resident Evil 8 is so gorgeous and the gunplay and shooting stuff feels so good. Whenever you shoot something in the head, the head pops. And you're here going, oh, I mean, that's, just, that's a good feeling. So it's got that gears of war. Yes, and there. you're fighting these lichens, these werewolves. Oh. So you're shooting this thing, when they go pop out and their head blows up, you're here going, yeah. I mean, you got that good feeling. Uh, the gunplay is so good. Um, I love the atmosphere. The art design is beautiful in this game. And this one, you go through, you can continue to get new weapons as you go through. So you go play this game. Okay, now you got to, now you get this one get gun. Now you get this other gun. And since the gunplay is good, you want to get these new guns to mow down these enemies because that's fun. Right. Uh, seven, yeah, seven, you hear going, well, I'm shooting these enemies. Okay, it's, <clears throat> it's not really that great, but I'll do it. It's just, it's not, it's not as 
entertaining. So, um, man, this, oh, it is just, it is so, uh, gosh, how can I put it? Immersive. It, it is. It's very immersive. The characters are great. There's this guy named Heisenberg, and he's got this, and it's got the cheesy acting too. Oh, there's nice. a, he talks like this, <laughs> <laughs> and it, there's a point where he looks at you and he goes, "Oh, your great mother Miranda's going to love you." You're <laughs> going, <laughs> <laughs> "This is so stupid." I mean, it is so dumb, uh, and I like that because you're in this haunted monster village that has these vampires and gargoyles and werewolves and it's uh, and there's this guy that's a doll maker and there's this uh, person that's like this water creature it's I mean it's yeah it's just it's super fun um, I did beat the level with Lady Dimitrescu the giant vampire lady oh yeah that was a good one it, it's worth uh, <laughs> uh, how am I going to say is she worth fanboying over? No, she's not. Uh, <laughs> she, um, I, what I enjoyed about that level was the castle. The castle itself was just so much fun. Um, she is chasing you around, and she's so tall that when she gets, she comes in like she will have to duck through the doors. I mean, it's it's pretty wild because um, she's 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 hunting you, so she's like the nemesis. Oh, well, yeah. that's actually fun. Yeah, so she's like the nemesis, and she's in this castle chasing you. And you have to kill her daughters to, um, to, uh, like, you know, to kill her. And there's these daughters that are like these vampire ladies that turn into these, like, mosquitoes. And they're going to attack you, and so on. They, uh, they do that. Uh, you know, you're finding these parts of the puzzle, and then you open the door, and now you can fight her. She turns into this giant, uh dragon uh, thing uh, and you kill her I, I'm just between you and me I, I'm not a big fan of shape-shifting vampires you know well, I'm a, I, I like a vampire yeah. that's just a vampire yeah and I'm not a big fan of the in Resident Evil where stuff shape-shifts into this monster that's just so like there's nothing to it. It's just this gross blob of stuff. Right. The way I see it is, if there's a vampire, the scary part is it's a vampire. You know, they don't yeah. have to like turn into anything else to actually yep. terrify me because they're gonna hit you. And yeah. It's like why you have to make it turn into something yep. else. Yep. I agree. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. No, I agree. Um, I I uh, I remember in Resident Evil Six, probably the funnest part about that was that you got to fight a giant zombie Tyrannosaurus Rex like monster and that was pretty great um, <laughs> everybody hated it and I was like this is fun and stupid <clears throat> but with this they do have those shape-shifting deals like hey these these things because why not <laughs> yeah but the fact that it was on top of this giant castle made it really cool it's like you're fighting this giant kind of dragon monster on this castle that's neat so I like that the werewolves look great the werewolves are kind of like these, uh, um, like people get bit by a werewolf, you know, they become this werewolf. Um, there is these zombies things that are underneath the houses and some of them. There's like these zombie ghouls that will just shamble out. So are you telling me that the werewolves have coexisted with the vampires? Yep. Yep. Okay. It's, and again, the, the story here looking at going, it's weird because it's very, 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 um, there's a lot of mystery to this, to the story. And I don't know a lot of it yet, but 
uh, you know, gosh, it's people said it's like Resident Evil 4, and it is a lot like Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4 had a much more heavy uh, action focus on it, and uh, I would agree with that. Um, but I mean, just how the game looks is gorgeous. I highly recommend it. It's Resident Evil, Resident Evil 8 is going to be one that I play through multiple times, I'm sure, because you get such better guns every time. Like, I look through all the guns that you ha get to have. I mean, there's some of these from here going, oh, I can't wait to beat the game so I can get that gun and then go through the game and then I can get infinite ammo and then go through. I mean, just that will be super fun to me just to go through and just blast these enemies just like they're nothing. I mean, that's I'll probably most fun. likely end up getting it because, uh, you know me, I'm a nerd who has to add to my mausoleum collection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that and I got most of the Silent Hills now. So, nice. But they're all the old school yeah. PS2s. Yeah. 360. Well, I highly recommend the Resident Evil 7 and 8. They're really good, especially 8. Um, 7, you, you do get a little more story from... Eight, if you've already played seven, but not that much, uh, I would recommend. If I, if it were me, I would. I, I'm, I'm gonna play seven, and I did, and I beat it. So, uh, yeah. But Resident Evil Eight, dude, it's. I love it. It's not a. It's not a scary game. People are not like, oh. your stereotypical Resident Evil game. It's not. It's uh it is different. Um, yeah, that, that almost disappointed me when I heard it was going to be vampires because I was like, you're used to zombies. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, it is, um, I really enjoy it, but there is a lot of, there is some spookiness to it, but the makers even said that they tried to make it not as scary, because some people in 7 did not finish playing it because it was so scary. What? So they wanted to kind of meet in the middle. I think they did a pretty good job. It should have been raised by my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, anyways... So yeah, so that's what I've been playing. It's been a lot of fun. So Resident Evil, go check it out. They're good. They're awesome. Um, I really, 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 really like Resident Evil 8. I can't wait to keep on playing it, so. All right. Any, any other games you want to talk about before we take a break? Uh, I've just been doing Bloodborne New Game Plus. It's, you know, they got more health, so of course it's going to be harder. And then you got to keep jacking your... Uh, what's it called again? You know, you get your strength up. Oh, yeah. Just to keep up with it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. In, uh, the, in the fishing hamlet, there are still two creatures I haven't managed to kill yet. Really? Because it, or, you get a certain weapon. Yeah. You can take them out. But I'm thinking this only, it only helps if you're like, if you have a blood tinge character, you want that weapon. Right. But I, I really don't, but I'm thinking, you know what? I, I still want to take these guys down. <laughs> <laughs> totally, because you're like, wait. Yeah, they're down in the well in the fishing hamlet. Yeah. If you, like, the moment you get there and you kill all the fishermen, crawl down the well, and there's one giant guy who's just circling. You go behind him and try to take him out. But then right when you're fighting him and you think you're going to win, another giant one drops down from the ceiling. <laughs> Makes me so mad because I've killed every enemy in the game yeah. by myself. Yeah. I didn't even need to summon help. I know. I just do it myself and then these guys. Yeah, summon. I wish I could summon a guy to help me take these guys out because for some reason in the fishing hamlet it won't let you summon anybody. 
Or maybe if you can, I don't know the area where you can find them. But if I find it out, I'm gonna get That's awesome. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. But other than that, you know, Chalice Dungeon, <coughs> racking up. Nice. That insight. That's about it. Nice. Cool. Work on, man. All right. Well, hey, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to talk about some movies and some games. we got quite a few. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, all right. We'll see you guys in a second. All right, bye. Yeah, yeah. We are back. Midnight 30 podcast. Ah, tomorrow's Friday. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. The weekend's coming. Man, the dang allergies really kicking my butt. Yeah, that's because, like, what was it? Uh, ragweed grass pollen is, like, the highest. I'll tell you what. Man, it is it is rough. Because I, uh... I, well... I mean, you ever wake up feeling fuzzy? It's like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, but babe, tomorrow I'm going to be... Cause me, my, my, after a moment today, it was just rough. I should have took allergy medicine before I mowed, and I didn't. I so. ignore it. I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'll just yep. take whatever it throws at me. I don't yep. care anymore. <clears throat> I hear you. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> we've been, we got some movies you've been watching. Right. I'm, I'm gonna name some movies. You tell me if you saw them yet. Okay. Have you seen the movie called Alpha? No. I personally love cavemen. Like anything with cavemen, I'm all over it because you know it's like. The primal early stages of man before technology, I love it. Like yeah. Quest for Fire, one of my favorite movies of all time. Ah, I've heard about that. About cavemen fighting other cavemen. Yes. <clears throat> Meaning more advanced cavemen. Yeah. And then there was, a, what was it? Was it 10,000 BC? Yep. I thought that one was horrible. I, I mean, it was bad. Maybe it was just the pacing or <clears throat> the stuff that was happening. It. I just thought it was so bad. Yeah. But this one, I will say. Because, uh, I guess, minor spoilers here. The tribe leader's son is not exactly the strongest yeah. of men. And, you know, he's trying to take him on a hunt one day. And he's like, we're going to kill these buffalo and we're going to get some food. And his son kind of messes up a little bit. And they're, they're fighting on the edge of the cliff uh-huh. to kind of corral the buffalo so they can, like, get meat and fur from when they fall off the cliff. Right. He messes up a little bit and the buffalo takes him off the cliff. But he doesn't fall all the way down. He lands on like a corner uh-huh. side of the cliff. And they think he's dead, so they leave him after they clean up the corpses. Right. He wakes up and then he's like, oh man. Because he's gonna make the long journey yeah. to go back to his village. And then when he finally does, he I don't know if I should spoil it here, but he like uh, he gets attacked by a group of wolves, and he fights them off, and climbs a tree, and he stabs one wolf, and the wolf is left behind by the other wolves, and so he somehow manages to get the wolf to like him by helping it and taking it with him. So this is almost like the basis of showing you how man <coughs> managed to get. The dog in the first place. Oh, neat. And so, you know, he, he might be kind of a, a weak guy when it comes to surviving, but he's really good with animals. So That's cool. Yeah, he takes it with him, and 
Finally makes its way home. Nice. It's pretty cool. I really liked it. Cool. I've never heard of that one. Yeah. I, I highly recommend it. Okay. Nice. And it's actually a great family film. You would think really? Be like, yeah, like you would think cavemen would be old blue yeah. and stuff, but it really isn't like surviving. Yeah, but like there's no nudity or anything like that. I'll check that out for my family. That'd be good. I highly recommend that. Yeah. And if you like dogs as much as we do, then oh yeah, so love dogs. Definitely dogs are great. Yeah, uh, um, I, I was thinking to myself, they didn't have to CGI the dog so much because, uh, then again, I guess when's the last time you saw a Malamue or a Husky that looked like a True, one, so true, yeah. It'd probably have to be half to yeah. be passing, but it's a pretty good show. Good point, yeah. <clears throat> what other ones you been watching? Um, I've seen a show called Under the Bed. Whoa, this sounds good. Um, do you remember Little Monsters? Yeah. It almost reminds me of that, but off the rails horror. Nice. Like, at first you're watching it thinking, okay, this looks like it could be a kind of movie that was originally intended to be a kid's film. Yeah. Or for teenagers. And then as it goes along, you're like thinking, you know, you kind of cut, like, if they cut a few of these scenes out, it would, it could have been made for kids. Yeah. But it's almost like he had it already made, and at the last moment he's like, "Okay, let's make some changes to this. This is going to be a hardcore horror film." Yeah. And um, it's just basically about this monster that lives under their bed, and like, there's certain ways you have to get to your bed to not wake him up and not be bothered. Oh, neat. Like they have to like just run and jump. Oh yeah. And one kid sleeps on his dresser, so. You just can't touch the floor. The yes. floor is lava, so to yeah. speak. It's actually pretty interesting. Oh, this movie sounds great. Yeah, it did for like under the bed stories, kind of did for uh, what was it? The Baba Duke did for pop up books, or like uh, oh yeah, come out and play did for uh, iPads. And you liked come out and play. I did. Um, probably because I haven't seen it done to that extent. Before. Yeah. Kind of like how Mama did for the Swamp Witch kind of story. Mama was good. Yeah, it had that kind of... You don't see that kind of do with Yeah, I agree. Oh, I'll check that one out big time. I like it. I probably shouldn't mention that. Uh, the Evil Dead the remake. I love that movie. I, I went over it and I realized how they, they tried to, I don't want to say top the original, but they want to keep up with it. They did because everybody that watched, well not everybody, a large portion of people that watched that movie had watched the original. So they're watching it here going, oh, this, this is what's going to happen. Yep. But at the end, totally throws it on its head. You're going, nah, this is what's going to happen. That was so great. <laughs> yeah. I loved that movie. I thought, uh, for a moment, I was thinking it was like overkill, but at the same time, I was thinking, wait a second, the original was yeah, pretty, the, yeah. pretty out there. Yep. So. Yeah, I wish they would do a, another Evil Dead and just continue that story, because it was a very well-made movie. I will say this. Um, if you're ever watching the Evil Dead remake, watch until the very end after all the credits roll, and you're going to get a surprise from the original. That's what she told me. I never knew that was in there. Yeah. I hope I hope they 
I hope they do that movie, they, they do a second one, because it was a well-made film. Like, he just, it was well done. Did you ever watch Ash versus the Evil Dead? Parts of it. Never, never all of it, but yeah, uh, parts of it. I wish I would have watched it more, but that was like whenever they're in this castle, right? Uh, basically a revamp for the fans, showing you uh, what, what was going to happen to Ash after everything's all said and uh-huh. done. And it, it's really funny. Yeah. They, they keep up the cheesiness. Like the That's kept, cool. So. I, uh... I always really thought that that movie with parts I saw, I was like, this is this looks good. Looks interesting. I did enjoy it. When you get the chance to watch it. Certainly don't watch it with your kids. Cause, yeah. Because you know how you know how yeah. the older movies go. Oh yeah. So. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um I like to talk about a book I'm reading. Was there a new movie you had? There's a book I'm reading, it's called uh, Clive Barker's Books of Blood. And this uh, film, not film, so well, it is going to be a film on Hulu, but this book is Clive Barker is just a genius now, he makes books. So, the beginning of this book, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but you have this story of this boy having all these ghosts and spirits write these stories everywhere on his body and then from there on you are reading these stories and they're the ones that are carved um on him and every single story is so good so if i'm over halfway done with it every single story is every single every single one so far has been amazing i mean it's and they're short stories but they're created in a way that it's a novel it's not it's a collection of short stories but it's it's a novel. It's, it's how he did it. It's just brilliant. <clears throat> um, the Midnight the Midnight Meat Train. You've seen that movie, right? Um, no. Oh, really? Okay. It's the movie is not very good. Uh, it's with uh, ah, what's it? Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Was it Eli Roth? No, well, no. I think Clive Barker did did help with the movie because it's it's a Clive Barker. Uh, oh, right. Maybe Eli Roth directed it maybe but I know Barker helped with directing some of it but basically that movie is where there's this killer that kills these people on this train and he skins them and you know basically he he's very meticulous on uh, killing these people and he shaves them and cars out their meat and, and you find out feeds them to this like feeds them to these like monsters and demons underneath the city uh, the book is the short uh, story is is pretty good, um, but you know you have a. I mean, gosh, there's. I'm reading this. I just got done reading a story right now where this lady can control everything with her mind. Um, there's another one where uh, um, there's this uh, there's this uh, kid there's this guy that uh, goes to his boy's home and. Um, these boys feed, they like worship this pig, and uh, this pig is like possessed now by this ghost boy because they fed it to him just weird stuff you never see coming. But um, yeah, Clyde Barker's Books of Blood is a very, very, very good series of stories. I mean, it's just I can't, I can't believe how how well done these these stories are. So yeah, check it out, uh, Clyde Barker's Books of Blood. <clears throat> very, very good. So, 
Sometime I should have you do a comparison of the movie of Lord of Illusions to the book. Oh man, I need to do that. I'm watching. You can tell me like what what they did wrong. Yes. Yes. What the the differences are. The uh, the book is not very not very big. Um, I can read the book pretty quick, and I'm a pretty slow reader. I mean, but uh, the Lord of Illusions movie, boy, that Scott Bakula, that was probably the best part. Because that was the... He was just waiting to leap again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 then you had, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Ron Howard's brother. Wait. He was a magician. Oh, wait a minute. He was like I in Deep was. Rising. Wait, no, he? he wasn't. No, no. Yes, he was in Deep Rising, but that that's not Ron Howard's brother. Sorry. But yeah, that's... um. He kind of looks like Ron Howard's brother. I always thought, you, I thought it was great seeing him do the comic relief. And yes. He does the, yep. know, the serious role in that one. I was like, I don't know. It was a weird, weird choice. Maybe you want to try something new? Maybe. I mean, hey, and I thought, you know, Clyde Barker. I mean, Clyde Barker was making a name for himself back then. Right. You know, I mean, he was. So, um, <clears throat> A couple of movies I'm excited about. Uh, man, I'm so sorry. My allergies are terrible. Metalpocalypse. They're making a Metalpocalypse movie. And also an Aqua Teen Hunger Force Another Aqua Teen. I, I remember watching the first Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie, not liking it. And then I watched it again going, wait, I love this. The robot almost seemed, well... The Ghost of Christmas Past from the Future had to be one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know why he's just... He's such a pointless character. Oh, yeah, You he know was. he's filler, but... Oh, yeah. A thousand years before it's a golden weaver. Just, like, <laughs> just the weird things he says. It's like... Oh, what's good? I don't know why. It's really funny. Yeah. Probably the randomness of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and they're also going to be doing a... Uh, uh, Jeepers Creepers. The Reborn. Jeepers, it's called Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Coming out 2021. Is this a single to powder? I hope. <laughs> I hope. I mean, it's the same director, right? Uh, I don't know, is it? Of uh, this I version? the same guy who made uh, Jeeper Creepers also made powder. Well, maybe the original, but it's like a new director. Oh, okay. Well, so it's like new. This might be a little different. Yeah. I mean, I really like the part two with the, uh, the school bus. I did too. I, I really did. I even liked the third one. I know you hated it. A background movie. Mm-hmm. Movie you put on and you just got other stuff going on. Yep, so. yep. It was very bad. But I did enjoy it for some dumb reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it gave you this hope that something was going to happen. It did. <laughs> and there is very little hope in this. Very little hope. But they give you a smidgen. Just a smidgen because you're going, oh. There's something happening. And th- th- it's weird because Jeepers Creepers 1, 2, and 3, <clears throat> technically, if I were right, the first one is technically not the first one. I believe the second one is the first one. And then... Are you sure about that? Yep. Because, because it has the same guy from the first one. Remember telling the bus not to go? And he's got the rose tattoo and he's like saying, no, don't On the go. second one? Yeah. So maybe the first one is... No, the third one. Maybe the third one. The third one has a weird spot in it. The third one makes it to where... 
Yeah, the third one makes it to where they're, um, that the one, two, and three are actually not one, two, and three. And I could, I could look it up. They had to go there. Let's see, Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers 3. Placement. Despite the third film, Jeepers Creepers 3 takes place in four days. Okay, so despite the third chapter in the franchise, Jeepers Creepers 3 takes place in four days between Jeepers Creepers and Jeepers Creepers 2. So the third one is basically is now the second one. Uh, so that's how it is, yeah. What are they doing? So, uh, yep. I thought that was, so Jeepers Creepers 2 is technically Jeepers Creepers 3. What whatever happened to the old man who was waiting for it to wake up? That was on the second one, right? Yeah. So that's that's the end. Like it's waiting. It's, so basically, it has now been pinned up, and he's just waiting for it to come back to life again to do it again. So Jeepers Creepers Two is really Jeepers Creepers Three. I'm offended. <laughs> How could they do such a thing? Uh, <coughs> yep. Well, eventually, I do a lot of run through those <clears throat> because the other day um, I got the idea that I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch the thing. Yeah, the original. The remake. Well, the remake. Remake's and then good. I watched the original. Yeah, I like the remake. It wasn't bad. I I love the original. It's Kurt Russell. You can't go wrong with yeah. that. Ah, <clears throat> oh, it's an amazing movie. Um, I can't imagine them ever redoing that because it was done so well. I agree. And wasn't the the remake is technically a sequel. A uh, prequel. Oh, it's a prequel. It's showing you what happened with the uh, the ones That's that first found right. it and why they flew, flew the helicopter after the dog because they knew what was happening. That's right. Because the dog was the t was the creature. Yep. One thing I thought is that that creature wanted to live. <clears throat> of course it did. That's why it kept replicating itself. <clears throat> That's why it was. There's a point where you know in the remake. It was, she finds out that, you know, it was going to be, it was him and the, she looked at his earring and it was on the wrong side or something like that. And the creature wanted to live. He's like, no, no, no. It's like, whoa, that was pretty cool. Did the creature ever kill anybody? Uh, did it actually kill anybody or did it replicate and then it killed? Uh, I think it, it, went, it went together. Whoever it replicates, it didn't kill. Did it? Okay, I can remember. Yeah, that's a good, good, good film. Classic right there. Still yeah. one of my old favorites because uh, they use the practical effects. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you don't see that much anymore. You know, no puppeteers. No. Uh, kind of like if you ever watched the original Aliens, I always thought that was something. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, they just the actual puppeteers and everything for it. Yeah, it was. It was actually terrifying. It was, yeah. Just like The Exorcist. That that spider walk was, that was. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder how they filmed that. Uh, I, I did want to buy the DVD that showed you. They, I, I've watched it, how they did it. I can't remember how they did it, but they they did it. Well, I can't remember how they did it. Have you ever seen Repossessed? I know, is that with... Um, I've heard of it. Name real yes, yes. Um, it has the... Uh, uh, what, what was her name? Uh, she played the girl in the first oh, one? Oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember, but she, 
she came back only she's like in her 20s when she played this role and I, I thought it was so funny oh funny she's doing over the top acting uh -huh. like she got possessed and she's like lashing at her husband and children and it's so funny I highly recommend it if you really like Anxiousness watch Repossessed it's really great speaking of Liam Nielsen have you seen there's this movie called Animal Attack or Animal Attacks no no no, no Day of the Animals no Day of the Animals <clears throat> I think it's called Day of the Animals. <clears throat> Let me look at the name of it. Because he played it a lot. Like, uh, what was it, the early 2000s? He did a lot of the scary movies. Uh, well, he played one scary movies. Yep, Day of the Animals. It's where basically um, all the animals in the world start attacking humans. And he's, a, he's in it. Liam Nielsen's in it. Uh, Leslie, sorry, Leslie Nielsen. Um... Leslie Nielsen's in it. And, so uh, is it like a parody of The Happening or something? Or? Uh, it's it's supposed to be serious. I mean, it's 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 uh, it's serious, and there's a point where he's like a serious role, and he's like the bad guy. Looks... Well, he did play a bad guy in one of the Creep shows. Uh, he did. As the uh, the spurned uh, husband. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Every time I see him now, I'm just thinking Dracula. Man, Leslie Nielsen was great. Maybe it's because he played the uh, the straight role so well that you couldn't help but laugh at it. Oh yeah, I mean, it was, gosh, yeah, he was good. I was here. Look, I remember he was a great Mr. Magoo. I never watched that. Really, <clears throat> Mr. Magoo was good. I remember watching him in Naked Gun. Yeah, that was pretty good. I've never seen Airplane. I've seen clips of it, but I've never watched it. You know, I've only seen parts of Airplane. I've never watched all of Airplane either. I need to, because, you know, it's, it's him. He was totally. the guy at that time. Yeah. Man, I mean, he, I mean, he's passed away now. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Rest in peace, you were funny. Yeah, he was good. He was really, really good. Yeah, he was in that one that you did, the Dracula Dead and Loving It. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I had him specially order that for me because that movie was so good. Oh, it's good. Uh, Mel Brooks, most of the stuff he made was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Young Frankenstein, probably the best. I actually bought Spaceballs the other day. And <laughs> I was watching it thinking, you know, I remember this being a lot funnier when I was yeah. a kid. Maybe it's because I was more into <clears throat> Star Wars as a kid, and then nowadays. Yeah, that. I never. Spaceballs, I watched it because everybody else around me is watching it, but I never. I, I never was a, a uh, Star Wars fan. I was at one time, but then whenever they started doing the you know, episode one and everything, I was like, yeah, not that much more. I agree. I like the originals better. So. I agree. Yeah. Totally. All right, man. You got anything else you want to add? Uh, at the moment. Okay. All right. Well, hey, this has been the Midnight Thirty Podcast. I so hope you guys stay safe, have a good evening, and um, check us out next week. And uh, we'll be back at it. Uh, we got some cool stuff popping up that you'll be seeing the Midnight 30 podcast in. So stay tuned. To be continued. To be continued. All right, I am Langel. I'm Jeremy. We are go. See ya. All right, Langel.